Well, here we are again. Bush and Chops. This is our headline for today on issue eight. Well, it's Friday again. And how do I know this? It's because it's Bush and Chops Day. Now, I know you're wondering as to what on earth that I'm jabbering about. Well, as I come from New Zealand originally some 40 years ago, and according to some, I speak like a Scotsman, that is, I have a Kiwi accent that is after living among Italians, Greeks, Tongans, Maori, and Maoris of Bondi, Englishmen from English land, Americans from Looney land, and the occasional Aussie. I would have thought that it would not have very much trace of my Kiwi accent left. Now, here at the old folks' home Labrador, at my dining table, I have an Aussie, and an Aussie Zimbabwe, who loves the late Prime Minister Robert Mugabe so much that all she wants to do is dance on his grave. A little over the top dot. My point is, actually, I'm not really sure what my point is. But I think one of the points are that it's not until you move into an aged care facility that you notice a very strange phenomenon that starts straight from the day you move in. For a start, unless you write it down, by the very next day, you would have forgotten when you moved in. After all, no carer comes in and says, well, Robin, day one of the rest of your life in the one-way hotel. Guaranteed to make you want to never leave your bed again. Ah, the good life. It's an unproven and unscientific fact that when you move into an aged care facility, there is no such thing as time. It ceases to exist here. Every day it's an argument about what day it is because we do all the same thing day in and day out. And those of us who have some brain matter left, even we struggle. And it's sometimes only with special days like Bush and Chop Day, we vaguely remember, oh, it's Friday, I think. Not sure, but I'm pretty sure. Time takes on a different meaning in aged care facilities. It's not like living in a submarine. At least the kitchen staff have to prepare meals all day long, every day of the week. So if you're at the bottom of the ocean, at least you get to eat whatever you want to. However, it may amaze you, we don't live in a submarine. Though, quite frankly, I wish we did. Because if we did, some of us would like to be put in the torpedo tube and fired off. Dot, here at my table, has decided to be cooked to ashes and then fed to the shark, which falls off the perch. She considers this a dignified end of life. I, on the other hand, have one million blogs to do, one per day, and that is only volume one. I have a hundred thousand volumes in mine, so I'm going to be around a while. 
Maybe they will preserve my brain. Probably only to laugh at it. And you may ask what I'm doing talking about submarines. How do I know? I'm 71 years old. You, the younger people, are supposed to have the answers. I guess I have too much time on my hand. And now we're back to fush and chops. We have never, we are never sure what it is. Oh, we're told it's fush. But if I know anything from my schooling days, and I hope you realize just how much brain power has to be mustered to reach back so far back in that murky recesses that is our aging minds to pry out any, to pry out any memories at all. My memory is that of a creature with a large head, a larger body either for fillets, fish fingers, sushi or fish cake. Definitely no prawns involved. Now we get surprised on Fush and Chop Day because we're not sure how this will be presented. They surprise us by either beating it up, or as they say, battered, leftover style bread, or as they call it, crumbed, add water and some horrible sauce stuff, or grilled. So when we get it on that day on the menu, we see beating, stale bread, horrible sauce. It's Friday, bosh and chops. Memories can be a fleeting thing, and they also have an ability to confuse and trick us. So on a serious note, let's look at how the aged are coping in this present climate. I can tell you a lot of us, not too well. Sometimes it's like living in a country in a state of war under siege. A lot of the time we have no idea of what is going on. So many rules. There are constantly changing that sometimes it's very hard to keep up with the changes. And also remember, and I feel this is an important point, that those who run and those who are supposed to ensure our welfare fail to comprehend that sometimes it takes a little bit more time for us to consider what people expect of us. Personally, I feel too often people in authority seem simply to take us for granted. That feeling, oh, don't worry, we will take care of everything. They don't even consider the fact that maybe by consulting us, that we may be able to understand the situation better. This failure to even consult us anymore is becoming a very worrying trend. It seems that government and private enterprise that run these aged care facilities and even the charities or the non-profit groups run facilities have become profit focused. We have had instances where facilities have closed down through mismanagement and aged abuse. In my area alone, one was closed down recently when the owner abandoned it. Did the government take it over? No, it was and still is abandoned. 
Now, is everybody crazy? There is a shortage of good aged care facilities in our area. So why has this complex not been taken over, repaired, good administrators appointed, and there are very good people with excellent experience, not only in running and managing such a facility, but they also process the people's skills that are necessary for the running and welfare of the residents. It fails to be understood by me that to run a top HQ facility is to have clean, open plan living areas, to have excellent dining areas, to have good room appointments, to have good exercise and walking areas, to have areas set aside to allow residents to make tea or coffees for themselves or residents, good medical and other health services, lounge and common areas, men and even lady sheds to allow hobbies to be done, even a hairdresser, though most aged care facilities do include them now, to include them, sorry, now. How about a coffee shop that can be run by the residents, where they can meet other residents for a drink and talk? There are so many variations that one could include in an aged care facilities. One would even say endless. But this can only work if all the parties, and not just the aged care facility operators, but also all the government agencies like health, social services, pension departments, but most of all, it must include the residents and prospective residents. Times have changed. Our needs and requirements and wants are totally different from even a generation ago. Aged care facilities are not adjusting to the requirements of the residents. Their expectations are now different from what the aged care facilities now offer. The residents demand more now, more space, more services, more and better treatment than ever before. They have come from well-to-do homes and jobs, from a lifestyle never seen before. And just because they're old, does that mean that they should have to expect a lesser sort of life in their final years? Of course not. Why should they? They have worked hard throughout their lives. They have, for the vast majority, been successful, raised their children, and seen them off to what they hope is a better life. Now it's time to slow down, unwind, rest, do the things that they wanted to, and have enjoyment of those experiences. Well, the grey matter has been drained, so I need to go and get a recharge. So see everybody tomorrow. And if you have low or no sight, get somebody to set up for my podcast that I am doing now. Hopefully, as I master the art of inspiration, 
My hope is to do a regular video podcast for the aged care facilities where those people from there can have a place to speak their mind. But also their families can talk as well. Hopefully all that will be in the near future. So see you tomorrow. Bye for now from Robin from the old folks home, Labrador. Thank you very much. Goodbye.